that's why I'm mainly off from Molina, but I don't think he's in there very much. Sorcerer's Apprentice, though. That looks awesome. Really? Yeah. I think it looks dumb. Do you, do you, do you, hey, do you know, did you know Nick Cage is in it? I and did. he has a hat? What is with your obsession? He also has long hair. He does. He looks like he's having fun in this movie, though. When he's having fun, <laughs> I'm having fun. He was... When he's sad, it's the worst thing ever. Like, I just watched Bangkok Dangerous. It's like one of the worst movies I've seen in quite some time. Isn't that where he's just running around killing people? Yeah, but he's just like, clearly doesn't want to be there. It's like, my agent got me this, I really need money right now. It's his, it's really his paycheck sad. one? Yeah, it's like, clearly a paycheck movie, and it's just depressing. But this movie looks like, it's like, dude, it's the National Treasure guy. He's directing it. You okay. love those, right? That that makes it worse. Dude, I like, National I like Treasure the first is one. fun. I don't care if it's accurate, it's, it's great. It's just a romp through history. The first one's good. Yeah, the first one was really good, I'd say. And the second one was passably entertaining, although it has a really dumb ending. But now this is just me talking about Nicolas Cage. So. And that means we should probably start talking about the top-down perspective. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're streaming live on the internet. Yeah, yay. Yay. We've, mo- we've moved up in the world of technology. I am your host this week, John. I'm also here with Nathan. Hi. And Sean. Hello. I'll try not to interrupt people this week. No, you're going to do it anyways. All right. I thought you weren't supposed to be here this week. I wasn't going to be, but then I got a shift today, so I couldn't build a deck. That's my oh. exciting story. Okay. Yep. Don't <laughs> worry about it. You were it. just going to randomly build a deck. No, no. We're, we're working on that over at my parents' house, but okay. that's in, not in, important. Instead of building a deck, Nathan, what games have you been playing lately? Uh... I played a little bit more of the Midnight Club. I, I'm pretty sure I did that this week. The main thing, though, was Alan Wake. I played through that this week. Yes, I, I played through half of it so far. I have not opened my copy. My girlfriend's almost beaten it. It's, I, I rather enjoyed it. Um, it it kind of got a little repetitive towards the final third, I guess, and I kind of didn't really like how the story ended. But it's, it's a good-looking game, I think it's fair to say. Wouldn't you agree? Sean? Yeah, no, it, I think it looks good, except for when the audio cuts away from the mouth, then it's the worst-looking thing. Oh, yeah, during some cutscenes, there's some weird facial animation stuff, which is too bad, because it's kind of a story-focused so, game. So, kind of as bad as Heavy Rain? Uh, different issues. It's just, like, I noticed some weird clipping through shoulders in one fairly important cutscene towards the end of the game and I was just like that's just lazy why? oh I haven't seen I haven't seen like, that this game has been delayed and it's been in the making for five years why didn't someone take a look at that but whatever um it's, it's pretty good it's like a horror based game I'm enjoying it do you find it scary some part not, not too like, scary I, the... I, I only jumped like maybe once and it was just cause like I was wandering into a building and I was just like Wah! there's a the taken one... and he's gonna kill you the one time I jumped is it's like episode 2 or something and a garbage can just falls over out of nowhere <laughs> do you remember that oh like stuff just starts falling from the sky no 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 it was literally like it's before any poltergeist stuff and oh, you're just okay. walking around and the game is set to have a garbage can just fall over oh and that was the one jump scare <laughs> I did. I wasn't. But no, it's, I didn't do it, anything. I think it sets up like a really good atmosphere, and I'm really, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's like moody environments, a lot of fog and stuff. Um, right, and a lot of people are saying it's too linear, but I think like it's, it's like sure you still have to go in one direction, but I think that direction is wide enough that you can. Like I, I was getting a little lost sometimes. I don't know why, but I was kind of getting an Uncharted vibe from it, like the first one, just like that kind of adventurey like, set-piece moments stuff happening. How does it compare to the same, like, their last game, Max Payne? Uh, less less shooting. 
Okay, speaking of which, action. apparently there's some crazy Max Payne moment in Alan There's Wake. There's a couple of little allusions to Max Payne in it. See, I didn't play Max Payne, so I had I had my buddy going through. One you haven't gotten to yet, I'm pretty sure. But there's one where there's some manuscript pages that are just like story from Max Payne. Okay, because my friend who I'm going through the game with, he does he had played Max Payne, and he pointed this one out. There's a part where you're getting shot at, and the, the bullets you see like stream, and he's like, they're bullet time, that's it. Was that... That's not it. That's not it? Okay. That's just a cool thing they love doing. Okay. But no, there's some very clear, like, yo, this is like Max Payne. Like, exactly. There's a thing with painkillers later in the game, too, and it's kind of cool. Okay. Like, really? like, I need some painkillers. Grab, and it's like the same font, and then the same pill sound or something. It's like, <laughs> that's great. But yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Max Payne, like... I found Max Payne a really replayable game because the action bits are kind of more dynamic. This is I, I don't want to play that again for a while. I have the same issue. Well, with most games, with most games, I don't play them more than once. But with this game, I can't see doing it at all just because a lot with murder mystery games. After you know it, I'm just I'm kind of done. Yeah. Uh, once you've beaten it, I want to discuss like what the ending really meant. Cause you never it's... replayed through Heavy Rain, right? No, I didn't. I didn't okay, then bother either. Same concept then. You really Bas- uh, Henry would be a little different because it's so set on like changing the thing up depending on how you do it. Yeah. But I, I still like if 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 it didn't change that much and it was if big quirk was just the controls of it, I wouldn't because I know who the killer is and I know how it's going to end out. So yeah, like it's not as dependent on a big plot twist, but there's just a set story and it's not going to change at all. So it's right. just like, all right, good stuff. Um, it, it was alright. That's pretty much all I was Spoiler playing. cast? Once you finish it, John? Want to do it? Uh, if anyone wants to hear it, I guess. But there's really... I don't know. I don't know if there was enough real, like, whoa, plot moments in it to sink into. I guess. But we could just get deeper into it. I guess. Like, story-specific games like that are ones we should really do a spoiler cast about. If you find the story especially engaging at the end, sure. Okay. I, I just... At, at the end, I just really... You'll have to go through, through it. it. Kotaku's doing, like, a whole thing on that now. Like They are, it's right. Like, on per own. episode? Yeah. Like, I think today they said, all right, let's talk about episode three. So they're going pretty slowly through it. I don't know why they felt it was that intriguing. Maybe just because it was, they, like, a huge... They just wanted to start thing. a whole brand new thing, and that's really what they started with. All right. I guess it's a good... It's an easy one to do it with, since it's broken up it's into specific little, sections. Yeah, broken into You can't say, let's it. do the first ten minutes. Yeah. Right. It's kind of neat how they broke it into little episodes, but... I don't know. Uh, I really just wanted to move on to Red Dead Redemption, though, because I heard that was great, and I have yet to play it. Okay. I'm going to dive into that probably right after this. Okay. All right. But did you find anything else besides... Uh no, that's pretty much everything. Just Alan Wake and and movies. I I played a lot of those. Yeah. Those but, are great games. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. All right, all right. Sean, I played I played quite a bit more. So Alan Wake, but I already kind of yeah. talked about that. I'm still enjoying that, and I still have the other second half to go through. It's a funny thing. I got the collector's edition, and then review copy of standard edition came. So I'm holding on to two copies of Alan Wake. Nice. Aww. What was in the collector's anyways? Um. Oh, I should have brought it to show you guys, but um. You get a book which is written by Alan Wake, so one of his stories. Whoa! And then I think the second half of the book is just kind of talking about the game and stuff like that. You get the soundtrack. Um, I can't remember anything in the soundtrack really jumping out at me. And I can't remember what the next one is because I remember it's the whole thing looks like a big novel, and then inside of it there's three things: there's the book, the game, like and the soundtrack, and a bonus disc. No, it's not a, the book; is like the novel thing. Oh yeah. The best thing about it, though, is when the whole thing looks like a novel, it's just like it's all black and it just says Alan Wake on it. It's really classy. One of the nicest looking collector's editions I've seen. Okay. Like, I definitely prefer ones that have, like, statues and stuff, but uh, as you can see in the stream. Yeah. But um, 
No, I really liked the, like the little book and how's it how it's going. Oh. Uh, apart from that, I did play some Red Dead. I'm probably gonna try to back in. I don't like open world games. You know, like uh, I guess. Right. Are you? Does it, it at least feel good? No. Yeah, it feels good. All the combat works. I still think some of the like, the running and getting in and out of cover is a little sluggish. Is it like lock on targeting like GTA? It is. It's exactly like. See, I was fine with that, but a lot of people are like complaining about it. Like it's literally like killing people is mad easy. Like you'll be in cover. You hold left trigger to come out, and your yeah. reticle's already on the guy. You just yeah. you tap the right trigger twice. See, he's I down. Don't care because like I want to be the guy that kills fifty. Right. Guys. So you and, wanted to be a first person shooter. No, I just want to be able to kill people in mass like, quantities like easily, quickly, easily. Yeah, and, feel and if, even cool if even if the reticle jumping on somebody struggling to murder anyone. Someone says you can turn off the lock on. Okay, Why I'm not sure. I haven't really looked on, but like, like I said, I haven't gone too deep into it. Um, maybe like five hours or so. Uh, even if the lock on reticle is too easy for you, uh, you just you can click in the right stick and it goes into that slow-mo thing which apparently was in the first one I forgot what it's called uh, dead eye mode there we go yeah. and it slows down the whole game so then you can just pick the people off and it even unlocks an ability that if you just move your reticle over the person it'll mark them with an X and you can basically mark every person and kind of shoot them out kind of like uh, in Conviction yeah and okay. since everyone takes two you can even mark them twice That's so cool. it makes the shooting really easy Cool. However, I think you you do you can die kind of quick if you're not in cover, and the cover's not always the best, so mm. it kind of evens out a bit. How does the health system work? Do you have to like hide for a bit and it recharges, or do you have to eat a health pack or some crap? Because you can that's do both. How GTA it, does it? And... It does recharge. There's no health meter at all. Okay. It it's, just kind of goes red. So it's the red. It's good. Yeah, and you can put on a med a med some medicine if you need it. Okay, fine. I'd prefer that to GTA's because after that, like with that, it was like, oh, I got to go into a mission, and now I have to go eat a hot dog. Somewhere. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah, you you can just buy medicine and bring it with you. Though I think when you're eating, eating the medicine, it doesn't uh, or using the medicine, it doesn't pause the game. I believe. So okay. You kind of got to be quick, but it's it's literally just you hit well, back, you hit A. You're, check it out. It's getting really good reviews. So. It is. I'm just open world games. I'm I'm not huge into. I prefer a tighter game. So I'll probably be sending it back in. Okay. No, no, I'll be playing it as soon as I actually get around to it. I have to play through Galaxy first or Galaxy Two. Right, right. We'll we'll get to you in a second because I got I got more games. Okay. <clears throat> I also played Forgotten Sands. I actually beat it yesterday. Oh yeah. Yay. That game is awesome. Oh yeah. I think everyone like okay. Awesome? So what? I really like it. See, now, right. everyone, no one liked Prince Persia 08. I really liked it. How did you like 08, John? Did you play it? Wasn't bad. What What's your issue with it, legitimately? Because I know you were joking around earlier. One issue. Ah. Oh. Gameplay wise, don't tell me all the achievement pictures are the same, because yes, because that's just and that's and that's the same in this game. Oh, gameplay <laughs> things. Yep. Hmm. Like I, I don't know. Like I didn't initially feel like there was much of a problem with the reloading your save thing instantly. You know, like you die and it just starts right. you right back up. Like I guess that made it not frustrating, but it also kind of took any sense of danger out of any of it. So it was just like, oh, whatever. I just kind of like fumbled through that game. And so just too easy because that's a lot of the like. I'm, I I guess I guess I'd call it too easy, but also I I kind of miss like old school trap stuff. You said this game addresses that. Yeah, like, this there's not really any like spike pits or blades or anything in Pop Away, right? That's you're just true, kind you're of right. like avoiding weird shadowy areas. Right, just kind of move. Yeah, instead of like a. But at the same time, in Prince of Persia 08, like those. Like the black ink or whatever it was is moving up and down just like a saw would. Yeah. But you just maybe just how the, the feel of it. I played it in apparently a weird order or something too. Like you can go, go to any of the four main bosses in right. any order and like I, I don't remember how I exactly tackled it but it was 
kind of wonky. Okay. Um, um, I think I went to the hardest one first. Is what I was. I don't told. think there. I don't think there's. Okay, maybe there is a harder one than the others. I don't really. Because I think they're all supposed to be equal if you can go to them. But anyway, Forgotten Sands. It's so, just unremarkable. I don't okay. Know. It was just so Forgotten flat. Sands goes back between Prince of Persia: Sands of Time and Prince of Persia: Warrior Within. And it's no more like you're outside. You're like always inside, running through the t- uh, temples and stuff. Temples and like the, the kingdom of your brother. And it's really good. I really like it. Uh, really, I'm really enjoying the combat. Some people are saying it's not that great, but I'm like, there's no counter system, so maybe it's not as deep as like Batman. But I'm still really enjoying it. It's pretty so simple. Does the gameplay style mimic Sands of Time then, or what? As opposed to Prince of Persia 08, because it's the same gameplay. Yeah, I guess. You you can rewind time again, and you do have some like elemental powers fixed to the D-pad. So while you're fighting, you can like light yourself on fire. So when you attack, they're gonna be lit on fire as well. You can rock up a stone stone armor or something like that. But wait, so but in Papa Eight, there was like the open worldish thing. Too. It was a little more open world. Yeah. Does this not do that? No, all? it's basically you're running through a, a hallway into a big room where you need to get to like the top left corner of it through some more hallways. Does it look all right? I'm I'm seeing it's fine, yeah. Right. The prince doesn't look too great, but yeah, I'll probably play it. I don't know. Easy points. One run through can get you all 1,000. I skipped some because I didn't think I was gonna get them. I finished with 870 wow. in one run through. So and I'm going back just to finish those awesome ones up to get the full 1,000. How long did it take you to beat the game? I wasn't really counting, but looking at X360A, they say to get the full 1,000 is between seven to ten hours, so it couldn't have been longer than ten hours. That's not bad. No. Like even and it's not too hard. Like one of them is beat the final boss without taking damage. That's an easy one. You just rock the stone armor and you're good. The uh, chat is saying actually that the Wii version they took out the time powers. Whoa. I you actually don't know. I, okay, I definitely did not play the Wii version. I should say that. But uh, I have n- no idea about that actually. Like maybe because it doesn't have any hard drive space, can't cache any memory. Stuff. The PS2 could do it. No, I can't handle it, man. The Wii, it's like so weak, you know? The GameCube version could do it. <laughs> You're right. I have no logical answer for why that's that would the, be Yeah, I have more. no idea, because that's like the big thing is rewind. They gave it to, to some, some weird team, time. and they, they failed, clearly. Because yeah. that's what like the movie's about, too. And right. it's not about the movie, but it's clearly meant to kind of you know, be there Coincide. for fans of the movie. Right. Like it's In no way is it a tie-in, because it relates in no way to the movie. It's just mainly like... Oh yeah, people are going to be like Prince of Persia again and a game. I'll pick that up. Yeah. So if you were to call and this it doesn't a movie have to do with sand. Yeah. If you were to call this a movie tying game, it's the best movie tying game. But I wouldn't. So. Okay. And apart from that, that's about all I've been playing. There's some I'm I've wanted to play. Like I didn't get a chance to do Bitrip Runner a split second. Yeah, I'll come I want to play both of those. So. <clears throat> but Blur's also tomorrow, which I'll probably uh, I'll probably pick oh, up. Blur is that soon? Yeah, it's. I know, right? Uh. So many games. <laughs> I have, I have, what, if, what were you playing this past week? Okay, the past week, like Sunday to Saturday, I played nothing. I played a little bit of Across 3D. Because, yeah, Across 3D. Because this time around, I was making a game. Oh, what, what is this? Yeah. I didn't hear anything about this. Oh, I thought I told you about this. No. On, like, your calculator? Clearly, I pulled out a graphic <laughs> calculator. I was that bored. Spent I, a week. Cool. I made Tetris on my graphic calculator. No. Um,. For, we had a convention this weekend past. Oh, this game. Yeah. I thought you meant like a video game. Well, it, was, it is a video game. Wait. I thought it was a board game. It's like a warrior game. It's a video game, game that I had to make in my computer. And then I... I legitimately thought this was a board game. No. And when you hit like free parking, you had to answer a question. <laughs> That's what I was walking into that thinking. Like, true. Yeah. Do you have an 
Sure. <laughs> Triviopoly. Idea. Anyway, all right. So what was this actually? Um, it was I was making an RPG maker, and it was for this event where uh, it was kind of like a board game, more like Mario Party. You go around a grid, and there's all these different challenges you have to do, and there's all these video game trivia questions you have to answer. Okay, okay no wonder this was taking so much time. We're always thinking you were just being lazy. No, this is this was actually... Well, now really, you can see my perspective. You go and... Isn't he just using, like, a Monopoly board? Or did you no. make something out of construction <laughs> I, I made a whole damn game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got sick that weekend and wasn't able to actually run the event, so I wasted all my time. But now you have it and you can patent it. And yeah. sell it to I, I can't patent it. <laughs> Why can't you patent it? What's because it called? it's through RPG Maker? Or yeah. what would well, you, you name it? Uh, it was the event was called the Ultimate Video Game Showdown because it was supposed to be like Nick Arcade. Oh, okay. So, what's Nick Arcade? It's an old uh, show on Nickelodeon where they had like these kids play video games and move. Oh, is board. this like what was that one on YTV? Starcade. Nick no. Arcade. No, the one. It was on. Ar- it was on YTV. Where the world's coming. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. It's the red lights. They have to. Put oh on no, the I, oh, I can't remember what it was. I just if remember they were right. It lights up. That they would get like four kids to like play through like Donkey Kong Country while they talked about. Oh, that's a uh, video game in arcade top ten. They, that's what it was. I always hated the theme song. I couldn't mm-hmm. stand it. Nicholas Piccolis, is that his real name? You I, clearly wow. remember I clearly more than remember I do. More than yeah, everyone else. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I am such a nerd. I'm just gonna keep talking about Carmen Sandiego. There's an anyway. So what, what have you been playing since yesterday? Uh, I've been nonstop playing Super Mario Galaxy two. All right. How's that? Fantastic. Is it a perfect 10 like GameSpot claims? Did they really give it a perfect 10? I think so, yeah. yeah. I heard a bunch of places gave it perfect. I don't know Is it perfect? Is it a perfect My main issue is it's just kind of the same. But with Yoshi. You're right. Is that enough? (laughs) And Luigi. You know what? The game is actually a lot more difficult than the first one. I've heard that too. But at the same time, they give out lives like candy. I had 99 lives by the time I started the second world. Wow. Like you okay. have, you have each. There's worlds right. and they have galaxies yeah. in them, and well, so they fully equip you, dude. Yeah, the, the thing lot. is though, when you die, like, or sorry, when you restart later on, like I turned it off, came back to it later today. Mm-hmm. They don't save your lives, so you're back to three. Oh, okay. Or five, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that like sucks. I beat like two stages afterwards, and I had like another forty lives. They hand them out like candy. A lot okay. of the challenges are kind of tricky, and uh, if you okay. screw up a lot, the game kind of semi-insults you by offering a guide to play through the level for you. Well, what? Like, like for Super, New Super Mario Bros. So they can actually navigate that? Yeah. Well, the difference space. is, though, yeah. Oh, that's... that's kind of I'm weird. surprised that we could do that. What? <laughs> like, it's navigating through 3D space as opposed to just... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, literally, it's like, you talk to the guide, which is looks like Rosalina from the first game. Right. The princess. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, Mario or a Ghost of Mario goes through the level for you. Oh, do you need to, like, follow it? No, like, okay. the, it does the level for you, and it gives you a bronze star instead of a gold star. Mm. So you can, you do that, and it counts as you passing the game. It's just, it, it looks bad. It's, like, basically giving you a mark for Yeah, but the Wii's not, not online, it. so no one knows. Yeah, it's just true. you, so whatever. <laughs> I guess, but that's not half the fun. Yeah, I guess not. But, like, wait, so is it, did they strip, like, all story out of it? Is it just, like, yo, there's a bunch of stages you should do because it's a Mario game. It's like Mario. There's, there's like Mario Galaxy 1. The story is minimalistic. The princess gets kidnapped. You go to space. Got to save her. Are there, like, weird, you know, things floating around? You can talk to them. There's a weird storybook. No, there's no storybook this time. I really like the storybook. I was okay with the storybook. The storybook was kind of cool. But, yeah, they, uh, they. Are those little star? uh, The Lumas? Yeah, they're, they're still there. Right. They're the still there? Yeah. Do you still need to, like, feed one and make it a planet? Yep. Okay. 
Uh, the map has changed now. It's kind of like New Super Mario Bros. Wii, where it's just like the little right it's like bunch a, of lines you follow. Yeah. Second player waves around, and gets started. So you're no longer on a on a ship. Oh no, you're on a ship. Uh, it's All a planet. Right. They turn into a ship. Then they turn it into Mario's head, so they could go save the princess. Yeah. Oh, so you're flying okay. around on Mario's giant spaceship head. Okay. And how many stars do you need to beat it? You were saying nobody's really... Everyone I've talked to is like, they've already beaten it. They have like 72 stars. Yeah. And I'm in World 4 and I've got 64. But are you like 100%ing every... Oh, I'm on, yeah, I'm 100%ing everything. Whereas I'm not going to do that. Everyone I'm going to gal- I'm gonna do the galaxy once and continue on. That's See, that's not fun to Mario me. Galaxy. <clears throat> yeah. It's just like, so Bowser's dead or whatever, something? That's it? All right, Princess. Are you, just, are you just totally not into Mario Galaxy? Uh, I don't know. It was okay. I once I revisited it, I was it grew on me a little more. But I was I'm still not gonna get 50 stars. I don't need. What is there still <laughs> two player controls with like, yeah shooting? They, yeah, was they totally they upped it a little. Okay. Um, you you move a character around now that can also like beat up enemies and stuff like that. Do you have to? Because I just remember like my my sister sitting there and I'll tell her like, can you please hold that bullet from shooting me while I run by? And it was <laughs> just really easy. Uh, you can do that, and it's not necessary. But... Okay, cool. Is there like, I'm running through it solo. Right. No, no, I know. Are there new suits? Oh, uh, yeah. There's uh, Cloud Mario. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, How yeah. are the suits? The suits actually are kind of cool. They're really good additions. Did they get rid of Bumblebee? No. Dang it. They got, they got <laughs> rid of the like... Ice Flower, I just thought I that was stupid. I think they got rid of the Ice Flower. I haven't found it yet. Oh, man. Wait, was Ice Flower in Galaxy 1? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Wait, was it? I thought are that was sure? only in New Super Mario That was Penguin suit. No. Yeah, yeah. That Penguin was suit was in New Super Mario Bros. Wii. There was the Ice Flower in Galaxy One. I don't think so, because everyone blew the, it blew everyone's minds when they announced Ice Flower for New Super Mario Bros. Wii. I remember listening to a podcast about that, and everyone lost their minds. They're like that's genius. I, I could have swore there was something where you could freeze like the ground in uh, Galaxy One. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Speak I would. You know, I I would bet on John before you when it comes to Galaxy. But <laughs> I, I do listen to Bombcast, so I know those. And yes, they, they do. do freak out about that. So I'm just saying. Either way. I remember the freaking... Okay, I don't know. Either way. Okay. So Bumblebee's still there? Because I like Bumblebee. Yeah, you the can Bumble- fly. The Bumblebee's there. Yeah. Uh, they added uh, the cloud suit, which creates three platforms for you, which lets you go up super high. Okay. Um, there's the rock suit, which basically turns you into, like, a giant boulder that just drives ahead, like, full speed. Okay. I've killed myself more with it than I'd like to admit. Hmm. So it's not useful? Oh, it's useful. Like they find like you. There's like bowling mini games. Do you and like, stuff like need that. the rock suit at all? In certain missions, yeah. Okay. Because it will break like uh, items that you can't break normally. Okay. I just wasn't sure if it was just like if you want to run Does around. Charles Martinet talk a lot. About as much as he did in Galaxy One, which is not much. Who's that? That's He's the voice actor for Mario. All right. Woohoo! That stuff. Got it. Yeah. All right. And G- Boo Mario. Is, yeah. Is he He's, great? That's still in there. Okay. That's, I haven't. I haven't gotten to it yet. Though. That's your favorite suit. Probably Cloud Mario so far. Oh, yeah? So is it still all, like, spherical stuff? Is there more boss battles in the game? Yeah, a lot more, actually. That's kind of neat. I think, I I think some of them in World 4, I've already fought as many bosses as I did in Galaxy 1. It, that's what it feels like. Huh. I'll probably try it sometime. It is a lot more challenging. Happy. It is a lot more challenging. That's what I like, too. Mm. But so far, it's not, like, as hard as people are making it seem. Okay. But people tell uh, some people have told me apparently it kicks up in World 5, and that's where I'm going to be later tonight, so. Yeah. But I've been told that I suck at games, like, by you. Yeah. So That's because you do. Yeah. Right. So, like, the, I, like maybe you're just really good like at Mario. like, a really hard sword fight? 
What? Anyway, he's referencing no more heroes. You need to shake the remote up. Or are you referencing no more heroes one for me? One for you. Okay. I thought you were talking about. I guess I have a You gotta fight Shinobu. She shows up. Well, man, Shinobu shows up in that no more heroes lingerie. Damn it! Did you see the news story about that? Yeah, I can't believe that. What happened? They sell no more heroes lingerie. Yeah, for like the three main girls. Like the only. No, there's more girls, I guess. Yeah. Wait, is there more girls? Those are all the three main character girls, but... That's kind of weird. Okay, yeah. It's a weird promotional tie-in for that. Well, yeah. no, it's... Wait, you think that's weird? We're looking at Suda51 here. I yeah, I know, but I I'm, I'm surprised he pulled that off. Are you thinking, like, like more appropriate would have been, like, toilet seats? Yeah, or toilet paper, like they had at PAX last year, which blew my mind. Did I was you get really some? excited. Uh, uh, they had it, like, locked up in the bathroom. Like, there was, like, a pole, and there was, like, a lock on top of it. Like, I straight oh, up grabbed it, and I was like, aw... Wait, did you use it? it? Yeah. Then why don't you just take a bunch? I did take a little strip. It's at my house. <laughs> you, have, you have to show me this. <laughs> oh, fine, I will. It has No More Heroes, Desperate Struggle written on it, and there's a bunch of characters and stuff. Nice. It's, it's pretty great. It's a great promotional item. That's great. And it's appropriate to the universe. So, Mario yeah. Galaxy 2 and uh, Ultimate Trivia Challenge. Yeah, made a game and... yeah. That. So now that game is just useless now? At the moment. Okay. I'll yeah. find something to do with it. Gonna that. tweak it, make it incredible? Yeah. Alright. I might actually uh run it at a different convention or something. How many questions did you make? Uh hundred something wow. questions. And there was hundred and twenty different challenges. Whoa. It's pretty good. What were the, what were some of the challenges? Uh some of the challenges were like simple stuff like uh you have to speed run the first level of Mario one against someone else. Okay. And uh, some of the challenges were you have to play a song in Rock Band on Expert oh, right and right. sing at the same time. So you have to do vocals Could it be and the song. Beatles Rock Band? Because uh, that it, would be easy. The, the song was pre-chosen. It was Skullcrusher Mountain. All no, right. I've actually done that. So. Which one is Is that a downloadable That's content? That's Jonathan Colton. Yeah. Jonathan yeah. Colton. But who doesn't have that? Sean what? doesn't, apparently. What? what? But, all right. Oh, wait. Jonathan Colton. Is he uh? Still alive, guy? Yes, he's okay. the guy who wrote. Still, maybe alive. I should look look into that then. He's a good musician. I'll give you some of his music. I got his. No, I I can I can get it. Just... All right, I purchased I'm... all of them. Right. How about that? There you go. I didn't You're say welcome, I wouldn't. Jonathan Cold. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I went Move. to I went to Thwomp. Woo. Oh yeah, how was the concert? Uh, their uh, electrical uh, broke halfway so how... into it, so they couldn't do a uh, Star Fox. Oh, that Aww. sucks. Yeah, but hey, they did this. They did like Cruncher. Woo. Nice. Yeah. Some. Anyways, now that people don't know what we're talking about, let's move on to the news. All right. Me too. All right. Some big news here. You know who Jay Allard is? Yes, I do. I don't. You should uh, inform me. Okay. Or inform the people who don't know. Jay Allard, he is essentially the creator of the Xbox, the original Xbox. No, what? He was like the pitch man back in the day. I don't think he created it. He was it. one of the driving forces behind it. Yeah, he was like the guy that walks out he was, and he was says the front awesome man. stuff Okay, he was the E3. front man for the yeah. Xbox. Well, fine. He was a Ball problem for the dude. Xbox and the Zune. Yeah, he was. And he doesn't work for Microsoft anymore. Which is so sad, because, like, should we preface, like, why we're excited about JL? Yeah. Yeah, Giant Bomb. They're, like, <laughs> way into him, and they've been talking about him for years. And I, to be fair, I did watch the E3 press conferences. He was officiating. Was he the one who went to, like, NeoGAF to talk some smack? No, I don't know. But he... No, that was Dennis Dyack. Yeah. Never mind. I'm mixing things up. That Have guy's you ever great played too. Space Draft? I haven't. 
Okay, first level, he's in the background, and it's creepy and awesome. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just we, we'd always been, like, hoping that he would show up at an E3 press conference. And now with E3, like, a month away, that excitement was building again, and now he's he's gone. So, yeah. you know, all hopes are lost. Does it say where he's going? No, they really, they just say, like, because uh, he was working on basically a crazy tablet. Okay, like, like a iPad type deal. Yeah, except it was like a two-page one that you could like fold back together and make like it portable. They've done that. Like yeah. that's not a new thing. Yeah, okay. but it was Microsoft's, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna cancel it because the iPad came out. So Allard's basically like, okay, I'm gonna find somewhere else so I can be creative. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully we'll be seeing more of him. Do you play Space Draft? No, yeah. I I've played Tempest, but I haven't played Space Draft oh, okay. yet. Just Eyes of Allard. It's the first level. <laughs> it's awesome. But yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on, what else we got here? Rockstar Games is making fun of parents. Yay! Finally, <laughs> <laughs> someone's doing it. Okay, so you know uh, DJ Laszlo from the GTA games. You might not, Sean. Maybe you do. Anything? Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the talk radio. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fine. He was on a, an actual radio station, or he's on the BBC here, and he basically said that uh, if you, as a parent, buy uh, like a mature game, like. Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead for your kid, mm-hmm. you are a terrible parent. He flat out said it. Cool. I could see that. Like, and this was like a, like approved by Rockstar, or is it just he, saying he like a Rockstar? Ro- he works for Rockstar. Oh, okay. He's like a, a member of the company. I just thought it was some random radio DJ at this point. Yeah, he, okay. He's a writer for the st- like the stories of the games. Cool. I'm kind of yeah. There you go. It's just well, it's yeah. funny just having a company basically say you are a terrible parent. Well, Stop they're clearly aiming it towards more mature people. So, it, like, if they know they're not trying to go for the kid market, there's obviously, like... Like, they're not really losing anything by saying, don't do not do that. No, like, if they wanted that market, people. they would have changed the game. Yeah. So, if if they've completely shunned that market, then why not just be like, yeah, we, we do agree, you shouldn't be giving this to your kid. Yeah. Like, I think it makes sense. How many, like kid-friendly Rockstar games. Like, Bully was kind of more in that vein. That was Bully teen, was their was only teen, teen game. That was yeah. teen, yeah. Bully was their only teen game. Well, on, like, Midnight Club and Jump. And Rockstar, or uh, Table not Tennis. Right. But, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, there you go. I don't know. It's, but, like, I, I agree with them. Those games shouldn't be going to kids. Yeah. Like, well, they're well, with what you played in Red Dead, like, is it pretty heinous? Um, there's a lot of swearing, for sure. Okay. And definitely violence. Like I did see a clip of a woman getting hit by a train. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> right. Oh, I should exploded. I should do that before I trade it in. Yeah, just throw some train track. Just, I don't even know what the conditions for the achievement are. It just looked. Amazing. It's you have to hogtie a girl and then tie her to a train track and let the train run her over. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, dastardly. Yeah, it is. Huh. So yeah, that probably shouldn't be. You know, it's not really for kids. Mm. It's like Deadwood it seems to be the inspiration for this game. Now that I'm hearing about it. You know the show? No. HBO? Oh, wait, yes. Ian McShane? Yep. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, good on them for yeah, sticking. Yeah. sticking. The, yeah, the poll quote was basically that uh, they make, they're adults and they make games for adults, so kids shouldn't be playing their stuff. Right. I don't want kids playing stuff anyway, so. Well, just <laughs> at all? <laughs> wow. No, mainly online, because they have squeaky voices, and it's the worst. Especially See, the thing is, Halo. though, imagine if you were that age, you would want to be playing that. If your like older brother or someone Not was playing, really. I was cool. like sixteen. Before right, I, I know he actually followed the SRB. Yeah, whereas like, I, I, I snuck out of a store with like felt feeling all dangerous with my copy of Resident Evil Two for N sixty four, and I turned the blood to blue. 
because I wasn't allowed to see it. Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Once I hit 17, though, I bought tons of stuff. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I can man. understand There's that... some good teen-rated games. Play some Infamous or Batman. Right. I don't really know where I stand on kids playing M-Garity games. I under, I agree with you that hearing them on my over my headset sucks. Yeah. They I don't, don't like it. Squeaky voices. Like everywhere. Halo Reach, man. See, like right. it, it was different from when we were growing up from now. Because like, like when I was growing up, like Mortal Kombat was kids to adults. Yeah. So I could play Mortal Kombat and rip people's right. heads off. Right. But it was so the, silly. The first M game I bought was Perfect Dark, and I was like two months off of seventeen at the time, so I actually had to get someone else buy it for me. Yeah. There's like there's blood, you know, but whatever. It's not that crazy. I guess my parents freaked out at Goldeneye back in the day because there was quite a bit of blood in that game. Yeah, that like was, a team rated team. game. You're like shooting up dudes. Well, because it's like, team's wow, wow. gone. It's yeah. Just... Whereas I'm playing Conkers all the time. You really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. That was a good game. It's a great game. I only just started playing the Xbox One, but yeah. I don't know. All right, moving on. Another uh, thing about adults' ratings and stuff like that. StarCraft 2 is being censored in South Korea so it can lose the adults only rating it's got. Which is so weird. Why would it get an adult? Do they just go into why it was rated adults only? Because that game doesn't seem violent at all. It's like, hey, remember StarCraft? It's like that, but now it's 3D ish. So do it seems... explode? Like, Marines did explode. And that was kind of cool. That just seems weird because they're, obvi- they're changing it from adults only to a rating that more shops will hold, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's kind but of like it's Korea. Thing. So they don't need to do anything. That game's still going to sell like hotcakes there. I guess so. But I guess they want to just make sure it can get out. They could hide it in. Possible. They could hide that game, and they'd still be making billions. I know, but the thing is, though, like if if they can make it teen, then they can just show it off wherever, and more people can buy it. If but it's, it's, if it's but this is just only. in Korea. Well, more people. It doesn't matter. Faster. It doesn't matter. They're going to find it. It's the national sport there. Exactly. They don't need, like, they could, like I said, they could hide that game. They no, could not it, release it there, dude, and they'd pirate it. Dude, if they make it adults only, then they, the TV shows that show it can't show it on TV without, like, doing late night blocks. I don't know, I hear there's some underground shady stuff going on right now. Like they the would gambling. find a way around that. <laughs> but apparently it's gotten the, it got the adults only rating because of depictions of violence, foul language, and drug use. Drug use? The front cover has a, a marine smoking a cigar. Is that and there's like stim stim packs in the game. Stuff oh like yeah, stim packs. Wow, weird. I don't think they qualified that as anything heinous in 1998 or whatever, did they? Like all that stuff was in the first. Right, one. but then that was a long time ago, right? Like we just talked about how that that's changed a bunch. Yeah, like yeah. more combat. I guess in maybe in the cutscenes and stuff, there'd be some cursing, cursing up a bit. Probably. Maybe. I don't. Space I, Marines? I played so little StarCraft. I don't. I know a lot of the swearing in the original StarCraft was bleeped out. Yeah. Did they go into what they're editing? Uh, no. I guess they're just gonna kind of change, make those changes though. I wouldn't imagine it would the... be too much stuff, but huh? Weird. There you go. Blizzard's, yeah, Blizzard's trying to figure out if they're gonna just do an adults-only version, or they're gonna release an all-ages version, or both. Like just go. There's your harder core version. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. I. I'd have to assume both, because everywhere else it's not going to be adults only, right? No, so maybe see... Australia, because they're just about as strict. Maybe. So maybe they'll make, like, the normal version, and then just, here's the restricted version for whatever territory's not accepting our standard edition. Huh. South Korea's pretty strict on violent stuff? I This is the first I've heard of that. Some of the movies I've seen from there are pretty crazy. I don't know. I know, that's the weird thing. Oh, well. But no, apparently, apparently they're doing that. So All right. Well, else we got. I don't know. I'm not gonna play it, so I don't. 
Yeah, me. It doesn't affect me in any way. Okay. Uh, a little shout out for my favorite company that makes games, Capcom. And is your favorite? Yeah, Capcom's my favorite company. Oh. Yeah, Lost Planet too. Oh wait. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, Resident Evil Five. Okay, let's lead oh, into. Oh wait. Shut up, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> let's lead into this. Yeah, Dark Void. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. No. Jetpacks. Uh, apparently, most people didn't like it though, because they. Uh, well, I certainly that... didn't purchase it though. So yeah. Part of the problem. You didn't either, did you? No, I rented it. I didn't either. I never played it actually. Yeah. So apparently, Dark Void and Bionic Commando sold horribly. Yeah, I can see that. I also <laughs> rented Bionic Commando. <laughs> right. Did Where you? you? I didn't play it, so I don't. So I, I at least bought Bionic Commando. I currently have not. Helped. You bought it for like twenty bucks, right? Yeah, I bought it for like, like twenty. I bought Rearmed. Does that count? I, I, I bought, bought Rearmed. As I well. bought it on sale. Rearmed. <laughs> Rearmed was good. Rearmed but was uh, good. the Capcom's president is freaking out, saying that's because both of those games were just huge financial flops. That yeah. um, no more crazy plans of getting uh, U.S. developers or even developers around the world to create new IPs for Capcom. Yeah. It's too bad. So I guess that basically confirms there's not going to be a Dark Void 2. Right. Pretty much. Unless it's Japanese developed and the controls are all wrong. See, they might try that. The thing is, though, Capcom... That was a Lost Planet 2 burn. Capcom <laughs> is still... Wow, you really hate that game. <laughs> I... Uh, In all I, fairness... You know, apparently I was playing it wrong, so, like, hey, if you if you have, like, a couple friends that want to play that online with you... Oh, that's, I, that's great. Oh no, go, I, go have fun. I went through a co-op. I'm never playing it's, that. Again. I went through a co-op. It doesn't. It's not. It's not fun that it's way. It's not either. fun. No. <laughs> all right. It's not. It's like I think it was Gabe and Tycho over at Pan Arcade. We're like, what? This game's awesome. It's just like, all really? Right, you you can have that. You can go play huh. it. Go have fun. Play that. I'm gonna play Alan Wake because that game controls right. Later. It does. <laughs> yeah. But sure, why not? Yeah, Capcom will still be uh, doing uh, having let, taken their uh, current. Like IPs, yeah, yeah, their yeah. current IPs will be allowed to be developed by groups outside of Japan, like Hence Dead Rising Two and stuff, right? Yeah, and there's rumors that uh, Ninja Theory, the guys who made Heavenly Sword, are doing Devil May Cry Five and other stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't know who's doing Marvel's Capcom Three. Is it another group outside or is no, it I internally think, I think it's developed? That same batch of dudes that made Street Fighter Four. I think it's actually the Tatsunoko guys. Tatsunoko? Which is oh yeah, maybe you're which right. is still Japanese either way. So well, right, because the other guy was talking about. His wish was to do a yeah, Marvel's know, Capcom three. No, that horror themed one. Oh, Mikami, Darkstalkers. Shinji Mikami wanted to do Darkstalkers, or was that Inafune? <sighs> Whatever the director Japanese. of Street Fighter Four was. Okay, uh, I can't remember his name, but oh, I remember us talking about guy. this. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. We so should either, talk about stuff we know. Either way, Capcom now hates most of the world. Well, that's what you get for not buying by a commando. Well, it wasn't very long. But I mean, commando I, wasn't that bad though. Like having played it, like it was fine. I just. I, I wouldn't want like if I had spent seventy dollars on that like the multiplayer certainly wasn't anything at all. That was that had to be an afterthought though. That was the multiplayer was pretty bad. Yet it was the focus of their demo, which I think was a major misstep in that game's promotion. I, I, I wouldn't have purchased it either way. And Dark Void, like we discussed, has just like it's it's got a lot of charm to it, but it's just so janky. It's just all over the place. You're right. Yeah, and it was delayed like a lot, and it's still they just didn't get it together. I don't know. And no multiplayer in that, just single player. That one seems like it could have had a multiplayer. Yeah, like just, just like, dog like, fighting or something. Just like ripping other people out of their UFOs. Yeah, just fly around, blow up UFOs. That would have been alright, but nope. Well, that game got like delayed so many times as it was. That that game had a lot of problems. Yeah, I wish it was better. 
So yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense that those two games didn't pay off. Too bad, like they tried, and too bad it didn't work out. Speaking of payoff, um, yes. you remember about Project Ten Dollar? I do. I don't know what this is. I don't. I think you know what it is. You just don't know what what we're what it's called. Or okay. Like, you know how uh, EA. Yeah, anytime okay, their latest Okay, now games. I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I had to say was EA. Yeah, right, uh, got it. The multiplayer stuff, the Cerberus network for Mass Effect 2, um, multiplayer right. shop. So bonuses if you buy it new. But, like, yeah. significant bonuses now. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, other companies are joining in on this idea, and they're making it a lot, like, more difficult. Uh, EA is, specifically. Like, EA well, started it, and, like, I think Ubisoft threw their hat in U- with Ubisoft Assassin's is, Creed. Yeah, they're thinking Assassin's Creed... Brotherhood, yeah, yeah, is going to be using Project Ten Dollar, and uh, oh, the new well, that works because it's uh, heavy focused on online. This, yeah, this same with right the, this is a big one here too. UFC Undisputed 2010, like this, it comes out real soon. I'm wearing a T-shirt right now promoting that game. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying this happens tomorrow, isn't it? I believe it's tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Wow, it's that close. So like, yeah. what are they locking away they, for ten bucks? Uh, the entire multiplayer experience. There you go. If you don't buy a brand new copy of UFC or buy a used one that has like a code not used, there's a one-time use code in it. Right. If you if that once that code's used, you cannot go online unless you pay for it. Right. And it's ten dollars to yeah. get your own code or whatever. So exactly. So if you rent the game, you can't play it online. Yeah. Unless you're the first person to rent it. You know, speaking no, because I, I think a lot of you only get the disc with that, so I'm not even sure if they would give you that. Unless code. it's like yeah. tucked in with the manual or something, but you might. Not and they're normally it. not. They're yeah. like their own thing. Right. So, no, so no what do you think about this? Do you think this is a good idea? You know for... I think it's a brilliant initiative from the publisher perspective. Uh, I don't. It's it's bad for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This is this is this is interesting development, and it's going to change how the retailers works. work. Retailers and publishers, their dynamic. It's, it's weird. Right. Buying new is is clearly the best way to do it now, and because a lot of the time with the used games, the price difference is not enough to make the ten dollar rebuy uh, worth it. The the funny thing is the whole project ten dollars so far, which on just those two games, has actually boosted GameStop sales. They did record sales in this last quarter. I don't like new release. Sales? Yeah, new release sales were like through the roof, and well, partially yeah. that's because we had so many good games actually come out. Yeah, there's been right. a lot of good games this year, but. I think it's mainly just because games like Mass Effect throwing so much stuff in. Like I, a lot of games now, they're going to give you the first bit of downloadable content. You, you'll just you don't have to pay for that. Like Alan Wake, you'll get it if you buy it new. You're going to get that. Heavy Rain, you also got that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a period of like there. Yeah, was it, was it a period of yeah. Okay, well I know Alan but, like, Wake. It's just kind of been an ongoing initiative that just gets bigger and bigger. I'm Red Dead, surprised. you get the entire co-op stuff. Yeah. So yeah. just UFC is like a pretty major title. Like sales wise, anyway. Right. Like last like when did the first one come out? It was last only year. a year ago. It's but, a yearly franchise. Yeah, but I think they staggered it a little, so it was like sixteen months ago or something. No, I'm pretty sure it's exactly a year. Um, Maybe even less. No, I think it's a bit more than that. That may, it may have been less. I think that was a summer thing. Uh, see, I, I we'll check. I don't know. Here. I don't do. UFC. I don't want to smack talk THQ because they've kind of been dishing out some pretty decent stuff. But um, like I want to play Metro. I'm just saying. But anyway, uh, like, I don't know. This, It's good. It's a good idea. I understand why they're doing it. But, like, 
I, I really I'm interested to see what the official like GameStop and uh, really a lot of retailers are starting to sell more and more used stuff. Like I wonder what their response will be. Yeah, because now Walmart's getting into that. Best Buy and I know I know HMV is just starting. Walmart's out. getting HMV's into used games. Yeah, yeah. Seven Eleven is getting into used games. Right. Well, yeah, Which, but they're selling like ancient stuff. Right. No, HMV like, apparently just started on Sunday. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just remember seeing some posts on like I know like, a bunch of video gamer. stores got into it last year, but. That's I, it's, I think it's almost kind of funny where everyone's jumping on the used bandwagon now, just as the as the industry's jumping off of it and well, getting the, away the from it. The industry's always hated it. I know, but now they're money from it. But now they're like hitting it hard. Now. They're just like, hey, we figured out a way to make this matter, to make it worth your purchase. And it, it's really quite smart from their from their perspective because they're not losing any audience at all. Because the people that would have been buying it used anyway, they don't care about those people at all because they're not seeing any money. So it's just like. I don't care if you play my game for five dollars less or not because you're a jerk and you didn't give me any money, so you don't get it. Right. Unless that, you give me ten dollars, so then they get some of them, some of it anyway. Right. But this also brings up the issue of like more DLC. What do you like, mean? Well, DLC is basically another way to gouge players out of the money. Or out yeah, of the, I guess so. D- like holding back on the game. day one DLC stuff is kind of shady at times. Yeah, and a lot of companies do that now, which is. How is this relating to new versus used? Well, it's just kind of like this more tendency towards downloadable stuff being an important part of the thing. Like, what about people that don't play online ever? Right. Like, in, like they, they don't connect their consoles to the internet. Okay. Like, <sighs> I guess it wouldn't matter to them. I guess so, but the Cerebrus stuff could have benefited them. I don't know. At this point, though, those consumers, like, it's 2010. Well, the thing is, why don't you just plug an... it into the wall? Just plug it. Just, internet. You have that, right? Just do it. And you'll get some stuff. A lot with yeah, a lot with your with that. Just all the bonus stuff they have to give you usually has to be downloaded because if you're giving them something that just unlocks in the game, then people are gonna say, "Wait, you already put it on the disc? Why are you restricting us from it?" Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like Bioshock Two is the most recent example I can think of of that. What did they restrict? Um, multiplayer skins and maps. It was all already oh, on okay. the disc, right? Yeah, and like. I remember Soul Calibur 4 having... That's the one I was thinking of. It's like... Darth Vader. You could get Darth Vader, it's like three bucks. It's just like, and it was like a, a four kilobyte download. The and yeah, there was even like a spot opened up for him. But, like, that's all I could give you. And if you do that, fans are just going to get outraged again, going, why are you making the game, then restricting back? That goes with the... That kind of ties in a little bit with the day one DLC. Yeah. So the best... The only perks they can really give you are things that need to be downloaded. Yeah. I don't know. That they haven't completed yet. That's what, like the Alan Wake stuff's not coming out till July, so clearly that wasn't going to be on the disc. I I like waiting kind of sucks, I, but I was a little spe- like skeptical of like some of the Assassin's Creed stuff you were playing through cuz like it's literally just holes in the chapter right listing. Yeah. However, at the same time, they didn't unlock lock that out because those were like 1 gigabyte downloads. They had right. made a new section of the city. Sure. Yeah, and now uh, you can buy the Game of the Year edition or whatever that comes with all that. Yeah, they're coming out with that Black Edition or something like that. That's a pretty smart idea. I don't know. Uh, Publishers are getting smart, and everyone should be scared. Yeah, do you think this is going to be an issue in the long run? I think issue for who? Like for publishers, I think it's great. Like and for consumers, they deserve it because they made the thing. They made that game. They deserve money from it. I've been trying to buy new stuff as often as possible. Right. But I don't know. It's it's going to it's going to put some people are sweating right now in an office building somewhere. They're just like, like what do we do? From, the, from the retailer side, which yeah. the only thing the retailers can Cigars do being is drop the price of used games. Cause right now a lot of the used prices are like five bucks off. That's, and that's, see, that's something I don't understand. Like why would like, why? Okay. So you walk into a store, new game, 60 used games, 55. 
why isn't that used game 45? Right. You know, like, why don't you give them a little more? Because all that profit margin goes to you anyway. What I'm wondering, though, do do like retailers and publishers have an agreement or something right now that they can't undercut by that much or something? Like, I wouldn't know. Why would they limit it that much, you know? I, I think it's mainly just the retailer just wants as much money as they can get, and they like know a they know people will go five bucks cheaper. Okay, money's money, right? Right. But at at some point, that's going to have to change, and this will prompt. At, that this is going to prompt, yeah, because if if it's t- if ten dollars is like the standpoint for getting the online, then you're already going to be paying five bucks more. At the same time, the first thing I heard like when the states got all this like back when EA first announced it like oh, ten days ago or whatever. Like, they basically said, like, no, our response is put points cards in the 360 Right, section. that's not going to work en- enough right now. Like, you just be like, like right, because it's like, hey, you can buy your $55 game and a $20 points card. Exactly. Then savings. And it's like, wait, that's negative savings. Just so you can use $10 on it for something that you could so have gotten. $65 you had... for a 50, $60 game right. at that point. It's it's great. Good job, all of publisherdom. Yeah, way to band together. They've well, they're <laughs> yeah, they're really figuring it out. So either use games or have to drop in price. I think that's all that can happen in order to kind of combat this. You know what? The funny thing is though, considering GameStop makes so much money off of like the points cards and that as well, I think really that might be a little bit more of their focus. That was the best selling item of last month, and that's partially because of right. Modern Warfare Two. That, that's just Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. You yeah. really think so? I'm, yeah, I'm thinking no, that of course. Accounts for that's most of course. Of it. Or, no, dude, actually it was Xenoclash. Everyone was like, dude, Xenoclash is coming out, and they bought cards. That's why I bought mine. You're right. Clearly. <laughs> no, Anyways. That was dude, 100%. Reflect. That's because Modern Warfare had hit hit that. Um, 2800, though? It was a 2800 point card, right? I think it was the 1400. Oh, okay. I thought maybe or, it was Or well, most likely 1600, right? Yeah, States, the U.S. Right. Oh, they have different denominations there? Yeah. Oh, wow. You didn't know that? They have 1600 and 3200. Oh, Still. Even though even though our dollar is better than theirs, we get less for more. Yay! Right? Oh, I well. think our dollar is worse at the moment, actually. It was did really it? Then it had to have dropped recently because I remember a week or so ago we were above them. I was at a bank like two days, two three days ago, and they're like, you know, I'm ours, thinking that's partially explaining why games are sixty dollars uh, here now, like yeah. a lot of new ones, which is nice. It's a nice little thing. Yay! Yeah. But okay. What, what, what have we got now? Anyways, we're moving on to Reader Mail. Yay! Right. And hey, those in the Ustream, pitch us a couple questions. <laughs> Live, with the power of the internet, we could we could look at those yeah, so as well. Yeah, we'll go through the emails first, then uh, if we get any questions on here, we'll uh, look yeah. into that. I'll, I'll watch the stream if you want to okay, go cool. through the this emails. Works for me. Uh, first question here is coming to us from K.O.K.N. Okay, uh, he asked us a question last week, but it somehow didn't get to us in time. Uh, I don't understand what was up with that. But uh, here it is. This, anyways, have you guys bought any new WiiWare games that are like old retro games, like the new Castlevania Rebirth or Mega Man 10? Oh, no. I know a few of you have Mega Man 10, but do you only go for them? Do you only go for the retro? Okay, I'll, I'll go first because mine's pretty qu- quick. The only WiiWare games I buy are BitTrip games. That's it. In a way, and though, those March. are kind of throwbacks. Oh, yeah, and Muscle March. I also they are kind of throwbacks, but if we're going specifics, however, Mega Man 10... I'm fine. I would play it, but I would play it on the 360 for points. That's just mine. That I would as well, because, you know, points. <laughs> exactly. Okay, apparently I'm the only retro gamer out of the three of us. Hey, well, no. What do you mean? Like, retro throwback games, though? I mean, like, you don't have well, like, Time Lord, so... Because Time Lord sucks. Totally and none of you have all three BitTrip games, and I'm getting BitTrip Runner soon. That game looks nuts. Yeah, it does. But, okay. Fine. Yeah, I guess. Like, I, I don't have Mega Man 10 yet. 
Although I have nine. What's Castlevania Rebirth? It's a, a redo of. It's an old. It's a, done, a Castlevania game done in the old style, but I think it's using one of the Game Boy games. I think it's a, someone told me it's a remake of one of the Game Boy games. Oh, okay. I think it, that one I brought last week. I think. But I was ripping music from old. that this week. It has great music. Yeah. Castlevania in general. Has Castlevania has really music. music. One of the stream guys say it's Castlevania Adventure. Okay, so that is the first game. Wow, game. That, that is, is the one I had with me last week. Okay. Did they speed it up a little? Because that's my main issue. Yeah, I, I, I believe he walks faster now. Yeah. Whatever, you, your whip ends up being able to shoot stuff, so you don't even need to go fast. I, I, I just get hit, you lose fast. it, which is weird, because that was in none of the other Castlevania games. Never, that, that's the only... Guess, like the, uh, most of my Castlevania experience is that one, and then it's Symphony of the Night. That's well, that was game. a good game. Yeah. All right, that was pretty much it for that question. Right. Nathan, you are basically you in the same boat as him. What? Uh, I don't have Mega Man 10. What, how many others are there? Did, did There's like Contra Rebirth. Like any kind of retro throwback game. Fine. I, I guess, yeah, I'm fine with sequels to old franchises in the old style, I suppose. Yeah, so but, like, even and even like a game compilations, like say like Arcade, Midway Arcade or... Does right, Game they, Room count? <laughs> I technically... Yeah, you play a lot of Game Room. I play a lot of Game Room. Uh... I guess through extension, how much Link. virtual console do you guys buy? I'm, I'm assuming you bought a lot. I bought a lot at first when I played my Wii a lot, but now that I don't really play it anymore, I, I don't. Yeah, I bought some weird stuff I kind of regret, like Toji Am and Earl and Castlevania 4. It was just like. Well, Castlevania 4. It's it's linear. It's like. Because it's a Castlevania yeah, game. It's like the old ones. It's not like Symphony. That's where it took off, man. That series was nothing before that. Um. Wow, really? Dude, when it's all Metroidvania, you know what I'm saying? Well, now... But... Yeah, it got way better. Come on. That's because you, you didn't play it when you were growing up. It was... You could say it's the retro factor. I guess so. Hence, retro game. Fine. Whatever. I still regret buying it. Um, I, the last one I got was uh, Super Mario RPG. That game's really good. I was playing it recently. I have no virtual console games. Really? All the ones I want to play, I most likely have a, co- a like a retail copy of it, and I'll just I'll hook up something. If I, I need to play that. Sin and Punishment, uh, overrated. And, really? Um, yeah, dude. What? It's just like, hey, it's the most. It's like a it's like a light gun shooter. You just run. You just always. Well, linear. the reason it's gotten it's so reputed is because Treasure Treasure made it, and it never came out over here. I know. I don't think it necessarily deserves all the love it's been getting. So you're not gonna play the sequel? Heck no. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So there you go. Now I'm hated by all the, you know, Sin and Punishment fans out there. I, I haven't played. I don't. I hardly know. I don't know this game. So yeah, I'm, no. I'm a big Treasure fan. Treasure's another company I really like. So. Yeah, like that Astro Boy game they made was really good. Yeah, Mega Factor was fun. I've been watching Astro Boy this week actually. Like the the, the cartoon Nicholas Cage film. What? <laughs> Sorry, his voice is in it. He's, let's, uh... let's, moving on. All right, <laughs> moving away from Nicholas Cage. No. Alright, we got a question coming to us from Mike J. Who's that? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Superhero games. Worst and best you've ever played. Oh, man. Nathan, let's start with you. Worst I've ever played? I'm trying to think now, actually, because... I know the worst. It's Fantastic Four. That's the worst you've ever experienced? That's the worst I've like, played. I never played that Superman game that everyone hates. Um, I own it. I guess I played some of like the old quote bad Batman games. Like uh, I have one for the. I think I played Game Batman Gear. Vengeance. All I can say about that one is it's just not memorable at all. I don't remember anything that happened in it at all. It was just you're Batman and something you punch guys. You're Batman and you get vengeance. Like I played that Hulk game, but not Ultimate Destruction, the one based on the first movie. 
It oh. wasn't great, but you did smash things. Wait, you played Ultimate Destruction or the? Incredible I did not Hulk? play oh. Ultimate Destruction. I just played like you remember that movie Ang Lee Hulk. You know, oh. I do remember it. Yeah, apparently you love it in comparison it's, to the yeah, other Hulk it's movie. Certainly better than the other Hulk. You movie. are crazy, Nick Nolte. I will fight you right here. Crazy. Shut your mouth. He absorbs things. <sighs> anyway, um, that wasn't great either. So yeah, I'll count those as my worst because I can't remember any others. Best uh, is clearly Arkham Asylum. That's the that's just a fantastic game all around. And uh, Batman. Before I go into mine, uh, from the chat, uh, Kaoken VG says Spider Man on N sixty four. I didn't play that. I didn't game. hate that game. That was a that was good. I I thought that was all right. That was a good game. He says oh. that's his worst. So oh, I, I, <laughs> there's I would, worse there's games worse out there. Than that. I, I beat that game. Worse. You collect comic book covers and stuff. Yeah, it was all right. I did. Oh, did I play? No, I think I played a PS. I think I played the PS. I'm sure it has. They're the same game. Oh. I'm sure it doesn't hold up at all. Do you fight Shocker as the first boss? Yes. Maybe. No. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think so. Shocker was in there. I'm pretty sure. Scorpion's in it. Scorpion, Venom. At the end, like, hey, let's just make sure we're talking about the same game. At the end, like, Dr. Ox all super crazy, and he's, like, tearing up tunnels and stuff. Yeah, at the end, is Doc Ock is taking over by I, the Carnage. I rented the game, yep. so I literally only got to Shocker. That totally yeah. happens, and that was kind of cool. Um, that Oh, yeah, now that you mention it, though, that Spider-Man game based on the first movie I played on GameCube, that game wasn't that great. So there's another mediocre one. It had Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. Uh, someone in the chat says Shocker's actually from Spider-Man: Mysterio's Menace or whatever the second one was. Okay, well I don't, so maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe play what I was the playing. second Spider-Man game. Maybe this was a long time ago. Okay. Um, my worst that I've played was most likely either probably Fantastic Four, but only because I literally put that game in the system, did a team attack to get 25 points, and then took it out. Mm-hmm. Like, are you talking about Silver Surfer or? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Because um, I do have a Batman one for the Game Gear. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. It's it's just too old for me to know if it's terrible or not. But I'm I'm having some fun with it. It kind of handles a little dumb, but it's on the Game Gear, so I have to give it a pass. Okay. Because <laughs> that thing rocks. There's a pretty good Spider-Man game on the Game Boy, if I recall. Fight Mysterio. Anyway, it's not as good as Arkham Asylum. Though. Yeah. Arkham Asylum is probably the best. I really Ar- liked Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. I know everyone likes the first one apparently more, but I really like the second one. I haven't played either, but I've heard they're pretty awesome. I enjoy them quite a bit. But yeah. yeah, probably Arkham Asylum was the best one. Hmm. Um, that's about it, John. Okay. Um, the worst comic book or superhero game I played probably is Batman Forever. What? There was, what for what? Super Nintendo or something? Yeah. I don't know if I ever played that. What was so bad about it? Uh, that it was... movie wasn't especially good. <laughs> but... it was, the, uh, the game was basically live-action actors, kind of like Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. All and, right. And it was actually controlled like a fighting game. But it's like a platform? Like a side-scrolling yeah. beat-em-up? It's, it's a fight ga- fighting game platformer. It was bad. Is, like, crappy-looking Tommy Lee Jones with, like, Two-Face in it? Yeah, they're both in there. Oh, sweet. But, like, it just... The game just controlled horribly. Wow. That's... Apparently, also, Batman and Robin had some really ridiculous beat-em-up four-player co-op game that was also extremely bad and basically gave people seizures. For... Like Batman and Robin? What yeah. What would that have been on? Like PS1 Arcade. Or and Arcade and I think the Saturn. Oh, wow. That movie was even worse. Uh, all right. See, I think most people were expecting me to say Superman 64, but... But have you just got, kind of grown fond of it? I, I, like, fond through rings isn't that bad. Basically, it's kind of a guilty pleasure at this point. All right. So, yeah, I, there's there are worse superhero games than Superman 64 is basically the point. But I'm going to have to agree with everyone else. Say the best... 
comic book game is Batman Arkham Asylum, hands down. Should we KO Ken says Batman Forever was his best one. What? So apparently he has it backwards <laughs> compared with you, <laughs> to you guys? Because Spider-Man wasn't that bad. Spider-Man was pretty good. Uh, should we throw a second place in there because we all said Arkham or just move on? Sure, let's throw a second one. Maybe right. just a couple like top ones. So mine would probably the Ultimate Alliance series. I, I, the second one was really fun. Man, I've heard Hulk Ultimate Destruction is awesome. I really wish I played, I played that. It. And Hulk I played Ultimate the first Iron. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like the prototype team, right? Like they, oh, no. I think I played Incredible that. Hulk. Yeah, it's it's Radical Entertainment. Yeah, right? yeah. I played Incredible Hulk. That one wasn't really good either. And I played Iron Man. Oh, yeah, man. Iron Man was, was that bad. pretty bad? It, like, I, I it wasn't terrible. Okay. In no way was it a great game, but... Hmm. Huh. All right, so the second half of that question. All right. Uh, what superhero game would you want to be made? Yo, they should. They, maybe they should make a sequel to that Arkham Asylum. Oh anyway. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that'd be a great idea. I, yeah, no, I wonder Sorry. if they're gonna do that. And if it could come out in about a year, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and they could announce it last year. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it was kind of weird. They announced like some weird details on like a Dark Knight game that never happened. Like it was like an open world game and everything. Like open that's probably world for the best. Gotham. I wouldn't mind driving around Gotham. I don't know. That would be all right. Right, right, guys. In Lego Batman, you could drive around. Oh, okay. Maybe I should just play that. <laughs> good point. Um, they should make more Batman games. Do you think? Wait, why hasn't there been a good Superman game? Because Superman's cool. He can yeah, throw stuff. What's, like, why did Superman Returns turn out so terrible? Hmm? Where does 60, Superman sixty four land in all this? Like, it it is the worst Superman game. Like, where did Superman Returns fail? Because I heard that was just bad. And it's just like, but what? You can fly. You can throw things. Superman Superman Returns is the closest. Thing to a good no second second good Superman game. The first one's got to be that one Blizzard made, the Death and Return of Superman. Oh, it was, it was like a two D beat 'em up. Okay, but I just, uh, I'd like to see somehow someone actually make that work somehow because Superman should be. In you know, games. Factor Five, right? Yeah, the guys who made like Rogue Squadron. That I think it was them. They were working on a Superman game. Oh, and apparently it was looking really good. And then they got shut down. Yeah, then the the company got disbanded. <sighs> All right. So yeah, I'd like, sure, I'll throw that out there. I'd yeah. like to see a good Superman game. Uh, Superman Returns, one of the main problems, they had good concepts. You had Superman doesn't have a health meter, the city does, which is oh, brilliant. Okay. That yeah. is actually a really good idea. Because he, he can't be hurt, but he cares about people. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. But basically, uh, I think the missions got too repetitive or something like that. And the final boss was a tornado. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The final right. boss of Superman Returns is a tornado. Not Lex Luthor. Nothing from the movie. Does Lex Luthor somehow make this tornado? I, I don't know. I don't remember the full details. But Oh, man. I like the movie Superman Returns. I played the else? game for Superman Returns, yeah? and it wasn't it wasn't really that fun either, and it didn't relate to the movie at all. In like any he way. doesn't try to make a weird crystal continent, and he has to carry not, it into space? <laughs> not from what I remembered, and I played... I played way too much of that. I didn't. Play, I didn't finish it, but I played more than you should have. I just remember going to like another planet. That game's like really cheap just, right now. I could go and buy one for five dollars. I really don't want to. You really shouldn't. Right. It's not that great. Man, I just remember like yeah. meteors headed towards Metropolis, and I had to like. Break I guess with all these upcoming slate of movies coming out, like there's going to be a bunch of superhero games, right? You can probably expect a Thor game and like a Captain America yeah, game, but rather and then gonna an be Avengers good. game. 
I really would like to see an Avengers game turn out great because all your favorite characters are in it, right? So it's got to be great, right? But they'll somehow Marvel Ultimate Alliance. They should probably just make like uh, he, he's right about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's basically the best Avengers like, game you're gonna get. Marvel Ultimate Alliance colon Avengers. Team no, up. no, because the Avengers are in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. But they should just they, they got to make a movie theme though, right? They should just give it to who made the first one, Raven. I don't know. Who made yes, the first Raven made the first Marvel. So just give them that game and let and them make. The it. Car- what about the second? Like, does maybe Vicarious? Make, no, because that game was garbage. I've, I'm told. So. Vicarious? No. Now, Vicarious Visions made the second one. They're the guys who made the Tony Hawk. Why don't game. just make a? Th- I don't know why, but everyone seems to hate the second one. What is I, it about the second one that I just refer to this? The first one I didn't listen to the story very well, and it was just kind of jumping around everywhere. Yeah, I heard yeah. the story in the first. The one. The second was just one. Like, what if everything cool happened? <laughs> Whereas like, I was like off. not f- focusing on any of the stories, so I don't really know that. I just know the second one, they were focusing on the one Civil, Civil War story, War. which I'm interested in. Yeah. So I was actually looking, and you could play through it twice and get two different things going on. Mm. You being for or against the government. Yeah. I I, I enjoyed it. Why don't you just make Ultimate Alliance three. At this that time. Yeah, I don't see why you need an Avengers one since the, that's Ultimate well, Alliance. I'm for just you. saying studios think in money, so it's like we need a video game. So I'm just saying they should probably two birds one stone make basically another multiple Ultimate Alliance game, but call it the Avengers. And Captain America's in it like a lot. That and Hugo Weaving's in it. Pointless. What I no, think, but you have like the character <clears throat> actors' licenses. What I think, what th- it, what so. I think is going to happen is it's going to become Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer because that played just like Ultimate Alliance, uh-huh. but you were only the Fantastic Four, and it was also really bad. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's just what's going to happen. <sighs> yeah, you're probably right. I'm just trying to be optimistic. And at the same time, being realistic. But anyway, all right, all right. Okay, so yeah, enough of that. Uh, uh, so we did get a question in the chat. Yeah. Um, the health pack so, one? Yeah. I just I can't remember who it was from. I'm trying to find that. I like hiding and regenerating uh, This health. is from Avarius. He, well, what do we think about uh, like regenerating health in video games and should be removed? So basically regenerating health. I guess he doesn't really talk about like health bars but versus... Uh, See, I like regenerating health because it's less frustrating. Right. See, I don't want challenge in my games. I just want to be lie on my couch and let what? a game win while I watch it, and then it gives you a thousand points. What? No. <laughs> what? No. I I don't know. I I totally disagree with this whole like games are too easy these days. We need more like Ninja Gardens. Those are the real games. Like what? It, that that wasn't fun at all. I don't want to play that. I like that though. Ninja no, see, though? If I think if a game Ninja gets, Gun Two is just a bad game. If a game gets too hard, I'm not having fun, and the purpose of a game is to make me have fun. Like at some point, I'm not having fun. Yeah, like Lost Planet Two, I wasn't having fun, and I don't know if it's because it's difficult or it was just like weird, but it wasn't fun, so I'm not gonna play it. I don't care if the graphics are good and the creatures are really well animated or whatever. Like it just really doesn't matter because the bottom line is it's not fun. You know, like it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's fun. Right. Daily Premonition. Moving on. <laughs> Is that even um, related to the actual question of health meters? <laughs> uh, they have a genius health I've, system in it because you can eat, like, pickles and stuff. <laughs> and you open a turkey dollar $30 lollipop. Go to sleep. And anyway. Um, any other thoughts? I, pr- I, I like regenerating health because, like, like I said earlier... Um, if the game is too hard, I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. I so, guess Halo Reach is doing kind of a weird hybrid thing, right? Like, your health lowers once your shields are gone. Oh, okay. But then you still have shields, you just also need health packs. Which so is kind of it's a, Halo 1. Yeah. Kind of like the Halo 1 game. I guess, yeah, if you're right, it is a throwback to Halo 1. 
I didn't. That's not that bad because it, it does make, force it, you to be a little careful. Storyline wise, it makes sense too because in Halo Two, Master Chief's armor got changed and yeah, and he's like a super. He didn't need health anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the issue? Game should be harder. Like, if you can't, if your knuckles aren't bleeding, you're not playing it right, something like that. Why would your knuckles bleed if you're playing a video game? See, I don't know. Are you, is that from punching the wall because you're so frustrated? Yeah. What I also really like is when, if your health can regenerate, like, if your health can't, you have to focus on, like, dodging and stuff for a lot, which, that is fine, but I just want to be able to, if I can, like, hide from, like, the enemy for a bit, if I can get behind that cover and get the health back, then that's good. But if, like, a lot of people were complaining about Final Fantasy XIII, how as soon as you come out of the... Uh, out of each fight, you have full health again, which I preferred because I'm not having to spend all my money on potions. You don't have to micromanage yourself. Exactly. It's just, I made it through that fight, now I can keep going. Alright. Next question. So we have one more we got from K.O. Ken in the chat. He wants to know what our opinion on uh, indie games are, like AudioServe. I love AudioServe. Built into something big. AudioServe's great. I'm not that good at it, though. Like, I keep getting dethroned emails every single day now, which is too bad, because people are discovering the weird, crappy electronic music I was listening to six months ago and beating my scores. But, yeah, it's a great game. Braid is great. Um, Steam is a great way to find them. What do you think? Would you say Braid is an indie game? It was. I don't know now, but it, it's, the... it's like that that one that made it. Yeah, you know? it's like the highest rated arcade game of all time. Critically, in, I don't know how it sold though. It well, it's in the top twenty of Metacritic for three sixty games normally. Yeah, but like that's again critic wise because it's I think, excellent. I think even for PS3 now it actually is also up there. How did it sell though? That's what I want to know. It's still an indie game. A dude made it, yeah. like with a few dudes. You know, Jonathan Blow, he's the guy. Well, then there's there's Microsoft has their own like indie game category on oh, the dashboard. Yeah. I tried like going through some of those. A lot of some of those really good. I, I made a games with zombies and it was fun for a laugh. Mainly that the song, song, yeah. There was also what was that one that was just about vibrating? There's a there's like there's a massage <laughs> game like every yeah. five. Did days. you play that one that's like just a black screen and the audios? You're like in a pit and it's just like there's monsters and you gotta climb your way around. It's horrible. I think I heard it's about that. It's kind of cool idea. And you need but to it's move around really by the sound. Um, right. Like the Maw, I guess, was technically started out as an indie game. Yeah, and then they Twisted Pixel got popular. Yeah. Twisted Pixel's pretty cool. I think I I really do like indie games, especially when they get to like Xbox Live Arcade. That's mainly when I see them more often. But so when an indie game is no longer when really an indie, indie game, game well, makes what, it. What, what like, I'm I don't care about considering your game if it's about not it. Good. <laughs> when I'm saying indie, is I'm saying like it's a small developer. We're not looking at Nintendo or something. So like Bra- for this category that I'm kind of making, Braid would count. Uh, the Odd Gentleman, right? Yeah, yeah. With their Winter Bottom, just because they're off the charts and indie games, they always do something new. Right, they have to. They, in order to get seen, they have to do something inventive and creative, as so, opposed to graphic. As, as opposed to just making yeah. another first-person shooter and getting all the money, they need in order to be noticed. They have to do something different. Yeah, right? uh, and that's usually what comes out looking great. Uh, yeah, I, I like any games. Those are so, fun. what do you think, John? Yeah, I'm all for big them. fan of them. I but just I, you the, should get the, Audio Surf though, dude. I should. Like it's as good as the music you listen to. <laughs> wow. That should be the tagline. <laughs> it is the music you're listening to. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the one thing I don't like is when indie gamers kind of get too full of themselves. I don't have any real examples, but there have been some in the past where indie games are like, yo, I hate that big box stuff like that EA, ruined gaming, stuff like that. That Modern Warfare and the Halo, that's for chumps. Come work for me. 
at my little studio. What was in my that, house. What was that one guy who was going up against Nintendo trying to make his game? Oh, oh dude! Bob's game. Bob's game. Oh, Bob, right. Bob I edited awesome. a giant page on Giant Bomb about that, and it was deleted because that game doesn't really exist. Yeah, I was following that for a while. That was the dumbest idea ever. Wasn't there a part where he was streaming his bedroom? Yeah, he was he, like, and I'm going like, to lock myself in my room until Nintendo makes my game. And he, like, collapsed, video and he was, like, laying down, and then people were just watching him, like, ha- being collapsed in his bedroom, and then people were like, and then he no, was wait, gone. he moved. He's just looping the fit- footage. Yeah. And then, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember that getting out of hand. Like, I remember seeing video of him going into, like, the Nintendo World Store, and like taking and out all the around. demo games and putting his game in and telling kids, "Watch, well, try this one." Yeah, and then the, and then the employees being like, "You have, you have to leave now." Like, I think he literally went insane. And looking at his game, like it's like, okay, great, like the graphics and everything for one person, and there's music and everything. Good job. But it looks really boring. You're just like walking around looking through your attic, and there's a bunch of boxes. Why would I play that? That looks terrible. You have a cat, and you talk to it. Like it's just. Ah, it looked like a really bad RPG, which, you know. But it's Bob's game. Yeah, it is Bob's game. I found that story interesting. So, yeah, I like indie games too. In the point, end, yeah. But I like indie games too. You Don't go crazy. Yeah. Don't. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay, and that'll do it. Uh, if you guys ever want to email us with your questions, email us at... Sean? Uh, topdownperspective at hotmail.com. Yeah, or, or join us now every week with this Ustream business. Yeah, I'll, we'll all make a tweet about it on Twitter. So if you're following one of us, you'll know about it. I'm assuming it'll be Saturday next week because we're gonna go to Prince Persia. I know you are. You yeah, know. we're gonna see the film. Should we talk about it on the podcast or just briefly? I don't know. We'll see. I, I may have to Skype in for this. Yeah, one. probably Skype that one in. But yeah, we'll we'll maybe we'll Ustream it again. Maybe we'll just do the intro. We don't yet. This one works pretty well, so that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, When he's having fun, I'm having fun. He was, when he's sad, it's the worst thing ever.